Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, we made it to a Friday final hour. It's a meet Friday. Just went out, as is my responsibility, to check on the Traeger's and Tyler's work out there. The pork tenderloin with apple jelly glaze is coming along nicely. Also checked on the baked cheesy corn pudding as well. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Yes. No pumpkin products there. Right. I'm going to wait till next week. I do love pumpkin pie. Of all the pies, that's the only pie I love. One seed? Pumpkin pie, number one seed. There's, there's not a number two seed. It's pumpkin pie. That's it. I went to a fancy restaurant with my wife last night. Really, really, really fancy. That means they get Michelin stars. Oh. Yeah. And because uh, I thought she goes, oh, you know, it's, it's, they've got some stars. And I go, oh, we're, who are we going to see? And she goes, no, Michelin stars. And I go, oh, okay. I had to get dressed up. Got all dressed up, all fancy. And then you go in and it's all vegan. So... <laughs> So you go in there, and, and also they bring out things, and you go, I don't know what it is. It looks really beautiful because that's part of it. Like the food has to look really it's, – it's the presentation. And uh, went to the restaurant seat and was aware of the, uh, the famous chef. That's a big deal, yeah. this restaurant. Yes, yes. Famous chef. What's his name? Daniel? It's like, uh, H-U-M-M? Hum? Hum? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, all I know, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Wine pairing going with it. It's a big enough deal that there's a documentary made about it already. Oh. About me going to this about restaurant? About you going there, oh, yes. Wow. Yes, it's, it just released today. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I went there, and you get uh, half a glass of wine for every uh, serving. So there were nine different courses. So you got a half a glass of wine and then there was also champagne involved in this. No box wines, right? No wines no, in a box. No, no, no. They were all high-end. And uh, so I'm like, all right, this is going to get me ready for meat Friday because there's no meat on Thursday. And it was very fancy, beautiful, well done. Um, my wife did a wonderful job in setting it up for our anniversary. Yes, Paul? Yeah, uh, he's Swiss. Daniel Hum, he's from Stengelbach, uh, Switzerland. Oh. Okay. Very famous chef. He won Best New Chef, James Beard Award. Yes. Michelin star. Yeah. It was at one point, I think it was considered the best restaurant in the world. Mm. But that was before it went vegan. <laughs> so they, they were the number one restaurant in the world. I think so. And then, then all of a sudden the chef goes, hey, we're going all vegan. Yeah. And people are like, why would you do that? And he's like, it's all plant-based. And everything that we had last night, 
Like the, the butter was sunflower seed butter. And, you know, it was all fanciful. Uh, very, very well done. Uh, you know, not the kind of meal you could have each week because it's really expensive. It was one of those where my wife goes, you don't need to bring your credit card. I'm taking care of everything. I'm thinking, well, you know, eventually it comes back to me. Can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I, they, they brought the check to me just so in case you want to add a gratuity. Was the check vegan? Was it full body? <laughs> it, was, it was full body. Yeah. It was not vegan. It was, uh, it, it, it was a tomahawk steak. It was, you're like, wow, this thing is, this is a really expensive meal. Yeah, more. Should any of us take our wives out there for our no, anniversaries? No, no. How about the chicken wings? Were the wings good? No, they didn't have any wings. No wings. No wings. So no steak either. There's no menu. There was no menu. Slightly more upscale than tofurkey. It uh, just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but but it was it was one of those. I had, I don't know if I've ever been to a Michelin star restaurant. This one has three. I think that's the highest you can get. And and so we get there, and and uh, we're probably that's three hour meal. By the way. Three hours, nine courses. And I hear this loud applause and screams. And I thought, well, that's not what you normally hear at a restaurant like this. They just found out last night that they maintained their three stars from Michelin. So I, the guy comes over who's the sommelier, not the Somalia, as I think Fritzy calls him. I did call him. Yeah. Hey, are you a Somalia how long does it take to get there? From the, yeah. No, no. So the sommelier comes over and he goes, uh, just so you know, uh, we, we got our three stars, three Michelin stars, and uh, champagne's on the house. Well, I had had enough to drink already, and my wife goes, are we going to have to stop and get some food? And I go, no, I'm good, because normally after a meal like that, I'd go, can we get some wings or something? But I said, no, no, no. Would I, you? I did the right thing. If you didn't love it, would you admit it? Like a, like a high-end restaurant? Yeah. Or is the experience part of it, too? Well, the experience, well, would I say I didn't? No, I would not say it because my wife planned it, and, and I didn't know anything about it. She didn't tell me where we were going. She said, just get dressed up, and then we walked into this place, and all of a sudden it was on, and they started, you know, bringing over uh, champagne and drink. And we also had a Vespa. Are you guys familiar with the drink? Like a scooter? Vespa. No. Oh. That's what I thought. And uh, my wife goes, um, I think you guys are famous for your Vespas. And the sommelier goes, uh, yes, we are. And I, she goes, could we get a Vespa? And I said, I said, huh, no, I, I don't want a Vespa. She goes, it's a drink. I go, oh, okay, my bad. It's, it's what James Bond drinks. Oh, a Vespa. I think it's a Vesper martini. Yes. Vesper. I called it a Vespa. Okay. Yeah, so we had the martini. That's how we started the night. It was great. They did a wonderful job. So I got cultured last night. Now I'm ready to get down with some pork tenderloin with apple jelly glaze and baked cheesy corn pudding. Yeah. Final hour here. I'm in a good mood. Morale's high. The weather's beautiful. Uh, Fritzy's Broncos lost in dramatic fashion. And you got a big kick out of that. I did. You couldn't I started, wait for me to come in. Started this my morning. Fritzy got out of his car, and I all of a sudden just said, started laughing and said, let's ride. About 26 times. Yes, maybe a little bit longer than that. All right, final hour here. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Poll question for the final hour. Seton is... We're going to change it up, actually, to uh, one of Paulie's here. It's, hey, blank fan base, it's going to be okay. <laughs> and your options are Broncos, Colts, Raiders, Saints. If you were talking to one of these fan bases, and they've had a tough month. What about the Bears? We didn't expect anything. Oh, oh okay. Raiders, okay. Colts, Broncos, I think all had expectations. Yes, they did. Hey, yes. blank fan base. Okay. <laughs> hey, blank fan base. It's going to be okay. You got to say, it. it's going to be okay. Hey. hey, it's okay, blank fan base. It's going to be okay. It's yeah. going to be okay. So I'd have to change my uh, my voice inflection. The Even tone. the Saints had expectations hey. here. Hey. Yeah, but I don't know why they had expectations. Well, they got Jameis and a good roster. Hey. Hey, blank fan base. Hey, Bronco fan base. It'll be okay. That's right. That's right. Here's uh, Russell Wilson at the end of his press conference. Thank you, guys. Broncos country. That's right. <laughs> oh! Okay. Do you give him credit that he's all in on that? Win or lose, that does that 
Does that denote confidence? Yes, John. It does not. It sounds like some kind of obsessive compulsive need to say that. And if a reporter wanted to be cute there, if I was there, I would have liked to have said as he's walking out, it's like, why do you keep saying that? I would want audible enough for him to hear this. Let's ride. And someone in the room should have said, really? At least just say, really? And just leave it at that. Let it hang there. Yes. Get a first down. Yeah. Let's get a touchdown. Uh, Let's score. How about that? Uh, Broncos country, let's score. Yeah. Yes, yes, Mark. He doesn't have to do that. It sounds like, uh, you know, Gary Coleman. Every episode, he's got to say, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> like, it's one of those, like, no matter what, every episode, I have to say, Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah. I can't. You don't have to say dynamite every single oh. episode. You don't have to do that. J.J. Walker. <laughs> Look at Marv playing in your wheelhouse yeah, there, Chris. I love that. I dynamite. That's great. <laughs> Good job. I got to say my catchphrase, guys. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Win or lose. Yeah. <laughs> what you talking about, Marvin? A uh, couple of phone calls here. Uh, Nicholas in Wisconsin. Hi, Nicholas. What's on your mind? <laughs> Hi. Uh, six foot 174. All right. Uh, I'm getting married next Friday, and then Saturday we are heading out for our honeymoon. We're taking the trip around the East Coast. Do you have any advice or things we should see while we're out there? Now, where are you going? We're going up through Buffalo, then Acadia Mountains, down through Salem, Boston, New Haven. Uh, Paulie might be able to help you a little better than me. I think you're in great shape. This is peak foliage in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. You're just going to be foliage overdose. New Haven Pizza, uh, get there early. It's, it, can be, uh, it can be dicey to get in line for pizza at New Haven these days. Yeah, Acadia is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal place. All right. Uh, safe travels there, Nicholas. Get a lobster roll. Great foliage, man. We're almost. I might. We're like maybe a week out of peak foliage. Dan, you're kind of taking my thing. Oh, sorry, my bad. Sorry. Uh, first my of bad. all, what state are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're gonna start with Maine in the Upper Maine area, then we get to New Hampshire. It's a whole amateur hour. Or what? Northern Maine, Southern Maine. Uh, we uh, dissected the video. Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in practice. TMZ just released this about a half hour ago, and. So it's practice, and, and it seems sort of benign. Like you're just seeing guys, you know, like Draymond is 20 feet away, and he's chirping. Jordan Poole is underneath the basket. He's chirping, hands on their hips. Their teammates aren't even acknowledging this. They must hear this constantly between these two. And Draymond slowly is moving over to Jordan Poole. Chest out. All of a sudden, he gets right in his face. Jordan Poole pushes him away. Draymond Green drops him. Yes, he. Part of me feels like Draymond leaked it. Why? It makes him look bad. I don't know that he feels that way. Oh, he might not, but it, it he does look bad. It it does, but it he's like, okay, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, what if Jordan Poole had it leaked? That would make a lot of sense. Okay, how many people have access to this video? That's what I would want to know internally and just say, all right, uh, I got those guys are the uh, AV team and uh, want to make sure that video stays in-house. That'd be the first thing I would say. Let me see the video. That video stays in-house here. Now it's not in-house. Now does the commissioner get involved? Yeah, Paul. On Monday morning, hey, uh, the video intern's driving a Tesla. <laughs> Good job, Jimmy. Yeah. Hey, Harvey Levin has him on TMZ <laughs> later today. TMZ Live and uh, our video guy, our former video guy is on there. Yeah, I, Draymond does not look good. I don't think the front office looks good. Here's the GM, Bob Myers, talking about, well, th- now this is before the video got out. He knows what happened. This is uh, the uh, GM Bob Myers on Draymond being Draymond. He has, right, he'll tell you he's been over that line. You know it. Um, but he always comes back. And he's a unique guy. I mean, without him, we don't win. And I want to win. Our ownership wants to win. Our players want to win. Our players want him on the team. Um, and if you play, that's the most important thing. Nobody's saying we don't want him around, we don't want him on the team. They know what he does, they know what he needs, but yesterday wasn't a good moment. Um, I don't think he likes putting himself in these spots. He's in one, and I think he'll find a way to earn the respect of his teammates and Jordan back, but that's the work he has to do. Yeah, Marv. So there's a part in the beginning of this where he says he's crossed the line. You know it. He's, talk- he's talking to all these people by name, so these must be local reporters. Yeah. 
everybody knows he does this, and I'm sure there's got to be a former teammate somewhere where it's like, that's not on good terms with him. Look, he's done this a ton before, and he's always chirping. Steph doesn't even turn around and blink when he's talking. It's like he's it's the norm. Yeah, I know. But at some point, you go, hey, we need him to win. I mean, that's not the response you have. It's like, you know what? I, I, we need to talk to him. We cannot have that happen. I mean, th- this is your teammate you're, you know, chirping with. And he drops him, and you go, well, Draymond, we need him. Hey, he crossed the line, but he always comes back. I get, it just sounds almost like you're enabling him. You've, you have enabled him. If it's, has this happened before in practice? That'd be my first question. How often does this happen, Bob? I see it in the game where he can't get away with this in a game. In practice, you're going to hit your teammate? Yeah, more. Look, I know he's won them. He's been a part of four championship teams. He cost them a title. I know. For his actions. And he tried to last year against the Celtics in those first couple of games. I'm like, you stop doing this. Just play basketball. Yes. Yeah, There's like four guys on the court in addition to uh, Steph Curry not doing anything. Whether this is a commonplace or not, you know, I don't want to call that Curry per se, but where's the leadership? How does someone, why does it escalate to that point? How does no one turn around unless they're so used to him nonstop talking like that? To, hey, oh, come on. Guys. It happens fast, and I'm going to guess that Draymond is one of those players. If you've ever been on a team, there's going to be somebody who chirps all the time. They just are. They're, they're those guys that chirp all the time. Now you got Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole is, you know, tugging on Draymond's cape here. And then Draymond's like, oh, okay, right, let me see what you got over here. You know, Mr. I'm going to get a contract extension. Hey, I've helped us win championships. More championships than you have. Draymond Green's like, get out of here. Or Jordan Poole pushes him away. Get out of here. And then Draymond drops him. So your response goes from drawing, he pushes you, now I'm going to drop you. Instead of grabbing him, saying, hey, don't do that. How about being a grown-up for a change, Draymond? How about being a veteran? God. Yeah, Paul. I have a question. When Aaron Donald swung the helmet, the Rams defensive tackle, Aaron Donald, in that controlled practice scrimmage with the Bengals, I remember the commissioner said, this is going to be up to the Rams to adjudicate any type of punishment, and then we'll only get involved if we have to. Does Commissioner Silver jump in on this, or does he say the same thing? This is the Warriors to... Yeah, he might. You know, it's like Aaron Donald. But that wasn't a game. It was a a controlled scrimmage, but the commissioner left that up to the Rams' in-house discipline. I don't know what they did. They don't have to tell you. Yeah, smart. How does Draymond and the new media handle this on his oh, podcast? Oh, the new media. Well, get this podcast. Yeah, well, uh, maybe he's got content here. See, that's why he leaked it. Podcast numbers. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. More phone calls coming up. And uh, the great Woody Page will join us. Is uh, the sky falling in Denver? Back after this, Stan Patrick Show. We all have different ideas about success, and we achieve it at different times in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs, maybe considering retirement, probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals, maybe time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio that's designed around your needs. When it comes to investing for retirement, you can't make mistakes and you shouldn't do it alone. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC, NYSE. That's Stiefel.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More dinosaurs, more action, more of what you love. Stream the extended version of Jurassic World Dominion now only on Peacock. A lot of people have thoughts on uh, Draymond Green. If you haven't seen the video, um, I I would suggest you try to watch it first if you're going to call in and have a comment here. But you can see where Jordan Poole is under the basket, and it's a practice, and Draymond is about 20 feet away, and those those two are just talking. They're jawing at each other. Nobody on the Golden State Warriors team on the floor in the practice is turning around acknowledging this. It's almost like oh, those two again, or Draymond again, or Jordan Poole again. And then all of a sudden, push comes to shove, and then shove comes to a punch, and Jordan Poole goes down. But it does sound like the Golden State Warriors have enabled Draymond Green. It's one thing to be an irritant, that, that kind of, you know, Dennis Rodman famously did that. Certainly did that against Carl Malone in the NBA Finals. Uh, but this is practice. This isn't an opponent. This is this is a teammate in October. Like, this isn't one of those where you're like, um, you know, we've been together too long practicing and road trips. You know, it's like Kevin Durant just got tired of Draymond Green. He's like, I'm done. I'm done with this. I don't, I don't want to be dealing with you. But I don't know what the NBA does. I don't know if the commissioner gets involved or does he say, hey, it happened during the practice. You guys deal with it. And this is Friday going into the weekend, and this story is going to die. College football, NFL, it'll die. 
Uh, Woody Page, ESPN Around the Horn contributor and uh, Denver Gazette columnist. And uh, how's morale in Denver today, Woody? <laughs> First, I want you to say hello to my little friend. Oh, Woody. Woody. Oh, there he is. I'm Buzz Lightyear. I can fly. Yeah. I just felt like I should bring a prop. <laughs> uh, how's morale today in Denver? <laughs> well, it looks like it's going to snow. <laughs> that tends to make people uh, unhappy. <laughs> but uh, We saw a game last night that uh, belonged in the leather helmet period of football, I think. If that didn't prove that there doesn't belong a Thursday night football game, I don't know what would. Uh, neither team looked like they wanted to play. Okay. Uh, I, but, but I, I called it horse bit. But if I look at the Broncos, they're a couple of plays from being four and one. And granted, they're not a four and one type team, but they're they're not that far away from winning these games, even though they haven't been impressive. So if you look at this, at what point do you say this is who the Broncos are going to be this season? After five games, is this who these Broncos are? Yeah, I don't think we're at the Bill Parcells point where you are what you are. Uh, what's lost in all of this is the Broncos really have a great defense. It's in the top three, four in the league, and they're doing it without Justin Simmons, who's an all-pro. They lost uh, Gregory last night. Uh, he wasn't able to play in the game. Uh, Browning got hurt. Uh, Josie Jewell, a starter linebacker, uh, and they still managed to give up uh, – Four field goals. They, they have been playing defensively incredibly. Now I've gotten that out of the way. Russell Wilson had a bad shoulder uh, during the week, and it looked like it last night. I mean, he couldn't hit the side of a barn, as we would say in the South. And he has been, to be fair, he's been terrible. So when you say they could have won four games, uh, yes, but they need Russell Wilson that we all know Russell Wilson is. They needed uh, Melvin Gordon to be what he used to be in San Diego. They need an offensive line that's good, and it's not very good. They have no tight ends whatsoever. They're dependent totally on Cortland Sutton and, and Jerry Judy, and Jerry Judy really has not developed into the first-round draft choice that he was in that year of all the great young wide receivers drafted. Uh, so when you say that they should be 4-1, and one, they could be easily 0-5 yeah. on the other side because offensively they're just, just horrific. And I'm wondering about – Nathaniel Hackett, in terms of not being fired, they're not going to fire anybody. But here's a guy that is bringing in more coaches. He already has more coaches than anybody in the league. And now he's got 31 assistant coaches. Can you believe that? I remember when teams wow. in Denver had six <laughs> defensive and offensive coaches. But you mentioned the defense, Woody, and that's what I didn't understand, the play calling. Why not kick the field goal? Why not go up by six? Colts have no timeouts. There's going to be two minutes left, just under two minutes left, and make them go the field to score a touchdown against your defense. That, to me, makes the most sense at home. Well, what they've done this year hasn't made any sense. Mm -hmm. uh, what they did – here's an interesting point last night. After the game, Hackett told us, he said, I wanted to win the game. I wanted to put in Russell's uh, uh, place to – to go for it on fourth down. This is the same coach who didn't want to put it in Russell Wilson's hands <laughs> in Seattle. He chose to kick the longest field goal in the history of the NFL, and it certainly didn't work out. This job is too big for Nathaniel Hackett at this point. Everybody thought, here's a guy that worked with with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. He was with the Green Bay Packers. They had an incredible offense. He was the offensive coordinator. He never called the plays. And even Rogers has said again recently, oh, he made being at the practice fun. He made me, he turned me around and made me enjoy the game again. And that's not happening here. You ask about morale, I've given you a long-winded answer, but there were people leaving the stadium at the end of regulation. They, can you imagine? You, you just mentioned Jurassic Park, that the original Jurassic Park, would you have left the movie theater when you're getting to the climax of the movie? 
why in the world would you come out last night if you didn't want to see an overtime game? The last time we saw an overtime game in Denver, a guy named Tebow was throwing the football in overtime to beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. So uh, I, I, morale, people booing the Broncos all the time. Every game they've been booed on the road and at home. Uh, they were booed in Vegas because there were ten or 20,000 Broncos fans there. It, it's a bad situation, but people expected with a new coach, new general manager from two years ago, new quarterback that's been an all-pro forever, and a new ownership that paid the record amounts in North America for franchise, and you got this mess that they've had under Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph for the last uh, five years. Uh, sure, morale is at its lowest point. Last night, I think uh, they turned the light blue and red lights or blue and orange lights that they had on City Hall. I think they turned them off at the third period. <laughs> it feels like this is open season on Russell Wilson. Why do you think that is? That, you know, he feels like he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, feels nationally it's open season on Russ. He was supposed to come here after this string of a dozen quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired and turn the situation around, be Russell Wilson of not last year. He was hurt four or five games last year, but the Russell Wilson of the past. You have to wonder now in Denver if the Seattle Seahawks said, gee, it's time to get rid of him. He's turned the corner. He's on the slide down rather than the rise up because they got a boatload of draft picks and a couple of players, and he has been mediocre. I mean, that's the best thing. What he does best is get outside, find a play. They aren't doing that. They're trying to keep him in the pocket. He's trying to adjust to a, a, a Aaron Rodgers-type offense where Rodgers would occasionally take off, does occasionally take off and run, but rarely – but Russell Wilson, I don't – and the offense with uh, Nathaniel Hackett hasn't worked, and he doesn't have the talent at, at tight end. This is the worst uh, room for tight ends in the league. And they just really don't have options uh, offensively. And now they lose Williams, their best running back. And they looked they looked horrendous last night, but they, they're the worst team in the league when they get in the red zone. And you ask why – they didn't kick the field goal. When you can't score a touchdown, you got to keep yourself in the game and kick a field goal. Yeah. And and what's funny, and I'll, I'll end on this, is Hackett brought in a veteran coach to help him make those decisions in Rossburg, and he's still making bad decisions on timeouts, uh, game management. It, it's a pitiful situation here. They looked pathetic last night, but both teams, Matt Ryan, and Russell Wilson don't look like the guys that won Super Bowls. They look like guys that should retire. <laughs> uh, good to talk to you as always, Woody. Are you on Around the Horn today? Uh, I don't think so. I, I tried to beg in to talk about the baseball playoffs, but they said, uh, we'll save you the money. Monday. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think they're trying to save them money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Woody. Great to talk to you again. Uh, say hello to all the guys. I will. That's uh, Woody Page, ESPN Around the Horn contributor for uh, 20 years now, Denver Gazette columnist. Uh, Woody said hi to you guys, by the way. Yeah. Hi, Woody. Yeah. He can't hear you when you wave, though. Yeah. Yes, Paul. And Woody's not phone nice. We've run into him in person, like Super Bowl week, and he actually says hi. Yeah, there's some people who say hi on air, and then they walk past us when they. Say no, Woody, Woody is uh, very familiar with the show. We appreciate that. Todd, how you doing? You know, we're uh, two and a half hours in. I think I'm gonna be okay. Okay. Weekend's coming up. We got some food uh, on the Traeger Grill. You know, yeah. how much can you mope? They're two and three, and it's time to move on. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Connor in Idaho. Hey, Connor, what's on your mind today? Happy Meat Friday, fellas. Thank you, Connor. I have a quick mock headline. Oh, you're welcome. And an entry into the great name conversation. Okay. So, uh, borrowing on Dan's horse crap. Uh, horse crap at Pile High Stadium. Oh, Pile Broncos. High. <laughs> Pile High. Holton Broncos leave it all on the field in Stink Fest. All right. Connor. And then, uh, thank bloop, bloop. My favorite notable <laughs> name belongs to... 
Medal of Honor winner and America's Ace of Aces fighter pilot during World War II, Richard Dick Bong, who died in service after reaching the rank of Major. All major right. Dick Bong. Thank you. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> All right. This is really, there's no reason for it to be funny, but it is. Yeah. yeah. It's just a funny combination yes, of words, is. really. Yes. Please welcome Major Dick Bong. Dick Bong. Dick Bong. Kevin in California. Hi, Kevin. What's on your mind? Good morning, boys. Good morning. Hey, so I got a theory here. Um, Warriors have always seemed to turn bad luck into good luck with free agents and draft picks and whatnot. And then I've heard the theory of guys banging their heads and then being able to play a piano or speak a foreign language. Do you think (laughs) Draymond's punching of pool will make him a better shooter? Uh, I don't think so. Kevin, you know, Jordan Poole has played well. I mean, he was he was a godsend for this team. You know, when they didn't have Clay Thompson or Clay was struggling, Jordan Poole became a, a great second option here. You know, it's not some scrub that you're punching. They're gonna sign Jordan Poole. He's gonna get a Tyler Hero type deal. Probably get a hundred ten million dollars. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Jordan Poole's twenty two, fifty one starts last year. He only plays thirty minutes a game, he averaged eighteen and a half points. He led the league in free throw shooting percentage. He's shooting 37% from three. Uh, Jim in Michigan. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind? What's up there, gentlemen? Uh, Thanks for the entertainment. Uh, I just got a quick question for you. Where did Draymond go to school? Michigan State. Where did Jordan Poole go to school? Michigan. Yeah, that has something (laughs) to do with it, I think, guys. Okay. Uh, I, I would take that under advisement of, you know, are they always going to go at each other? Maybe. Yeah, more. But to punch somebody in the face? Oh, are, are you familiar with the SEC? You, every time you read about some type of uh, incident down there, it's always Auburn-Alabama related. Because it just always means more? Yeah. Or whatever that quote is, their <laughs> slogan, it just means more. Dog, is a football game. Yeah. But it, it, if you're just watching the video, and if I said, hey, what do you think is going to happen here? I don't think you're going to go, one guy's going to push one guy, and one guy's going to swing and drop this other guy. You, you're, you're probably not, because they're teammates. Like, this is practice. We just got, we just started. It's October. And that's happening? It's pretty shocking when you see it. And, and this isn't a slap. This is a real punch. This isn't a push fight. This is a real punch there. Yeah, Marv. He cocks his hand back. Yeah, yeah. So it seems like, I don't know, between those two, it seems like it's just been brewing for a long time. And like I said before, those guys, everyone just seems to be so used to it. Everybody in the media out there, Bob Myers, Steph, Clay. I just don't know if I could go, you know, it's just Draymond basically saying it's Draymond being Draymond. I mean, Dennis Rodman didn't punch people. Dennis Rodman was an irritant to the opposition. By all accounts, when he was in practice, he didn't talk. I mean, Jordan did. Steve Kerr just happened to chirp back at him, and he got punched. So Steve Kerr should know as well as anybody. In practice, these things do happen. But how often do they happen? How often did Michael punch other teammates? I know he punched Steve Kerr. No video of that. We have video of this. But they make it seem like, uh, you know what? We need him. You know, we we win games because him teammates love him. Okay, yeah, Seaton. I'm not sure I would call Draymond Green the Michael Jordan of this equation. Yeah, well, okay. It's like if Horace Grant was punching people, it'd be like, hey, that's okay, let's move Horace on. Yeah, but then you have Draymond wanting this contract extension. Now, first of all, do I want to pay him for the next five years? No, I don't. But... Can I franchise tag him? Can I just give him like one year? Can I do it like they do Kirk Cousins? You're going to give you a one more year here. You better be on your best behavior. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store for Monday. If you're watching on Peacock, we will head out to the Traegers right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of 
football, or fighting, or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start it again, Marv, if you can. Let me do my, uh, can I do my uh, DJ? All right. Can we do that? Right. Efforting, give me two okay. seconds. Okay, all right, we'll give you two seconds. We'll get to uh, phone calls, final results, poll question, what we learned, what's in store for Monday, this day in sports history, that'll be coming up as well. You have it, Marv? All right, here we go. 12 before the hour. Hope you're having a great Friday. Dan on the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. Todd Rundgren, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, and I love this song. How can you not be in a good mood when you hear this, even if your Broncos lost last night? Give it to me. Yeah. You know what I didn't realize with these DJs, the uh, top 40 DJs, that they have a clock. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a countdown. Now, they didn't always have that. And, and, you know, when I would hear these guys talk up to the post, you know, hit the post. And I thought, God, they're so good. And it'd be like, as soon as the music st- starts, it'll go like 12, 11, 10, 
Not, and then it gets down to one, and then they'd stop talking, and boom, the music would come on. They go, God, they're so good. And then I was working at a radio station in Dayton, and uh, the country station, W-O-N-E. And I went in there, and I saw the clock. I go, what's the clock for? He goes, well, that's the countdown, so I can hit the post. And I go, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yes, Todd. It's kind of cheating a little bit, no? It is. You should know the, the music enough to know when you have to get out. No, no. But there's an art to it. That, you know, if I'm listening to 70s on 7 with J-Bo, then, uh, you know, you'll hear these guys hitting the post there. I'd like to do that maybe one, like do a shift. You want me to call a local FM uh, spot? Well, no, I don't want a local FM. National? I would, I would do, a, you know, Sirius satellite, okay. uh, you know, Sirius XM, 70s on 7. But you have to have this voice where I, I don't know if you speak that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, when you hear those guys, oh, Jibo here, and they always have a one-liner. <laughs> There's always a one-liner. It, like, it, it's a corny joke, and, and then they go into the music there. Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> yes, Tom. And they always like to take the temperature with the uh, station number. Like, it's 83 degrees in Midtown, and on your radio, it's hot 97. <laughs> but they'll also go, it's, uh, you know, 83 degrees outside, as opposed to what? I don't care what the temperature is in the studio. 83 degrees outside on this sun. Yes, yeah, There was one station uh, that I knew of that did traffic and weather together every 10 minutes. Yeah. And the Crosstown Rival. Traffic and weather together every nine minutes Whoa! and 60 seconds. <laughs> every nine minutes and 60 seconds. Yeah, we're going to get you. Yes, Todd. <laughs> and they'll do it's 123 in the PM, and on your FM, it's PLJ. Thank you, Tom. Welcome. Yeah. You're rallying. A little bit. Yeah, you're coming they back. I like to do that. PM, AM, FM, they do that. Stuff. Got a little life to his voice now. It's yeah, nice. I think a, a nice, by the way, Tyler did a wonderful job with the menu today. Yeah. You speak negatively of uh, Tyler Todd. I do but, often. But, but, uh, but I'm just saying he's doing a pretty good job. I'll still eat his food behind yeah. his back. All right. Uh, final results of the poll question or questions. Yeah, See? we have many today, All Dan. right. Okay. Numerous All poll questions. Right. But... Uh, hey, blank fan base, it's going to be okay. Right now, your options were Broncos, Colts, Raiders, Saints. 52% of the audience, don't worry about it, Raiders. You're going to be okay. Oh, okay. You're going to make it. All right. Uh, Matt in Tennessee. Hi, Matt. Hey, how are you? Hi, Matt. Hey. Uh, got a, a <laughs> seen the video of uh, Draymond dropping Jordan Poole? Yeah. I was kind of wondering if Marvin could do that to anybody with those little tiny hands. Wow. I don't... It's not necessary at all three minutes before the I know. Weekend. I mean, uh, we're going into the weekend. It's a stretch. Come on. And Marvin's been a good sport about his real, really, really, really tiny hands. I mean, What yeah, did I do? You, you didn't do anything. And you're very, very nice. You don't get upset. I'm not Draymond. No, you're not. You're not even Jordan Poole. No, nah, but it is a man's game. It's a man's <laughs> game. Do you think that's what Clay Thompson said when they asked him comment on Draymond punching Jordan Poole? Clay... His facial expressions are my favorite. It's tons of flailing <laughs> arms and rolling his eyes. So I'm sure he was just like, this bleepity bleep here. This is a man's game. Man. He probably got his feelings hurt. <laughs> You're damn right he did. I just don't know how Clay came up with this, this whatever tone is in his voice. He's from Los Angeles. But he's, you know... It's, I, it, Steph is from the South, so I could see where it might be a little syrupy. But Clay's it's a man's game. Yes. It reminds me of this one time, uh, <laughs> like, Deion Sanders' son was on Twitter, social media or something, and he was posting all this stuff about, like, the streets or something yeah. like that or whatever. Dion <laughs> replied back to him, fool, you got a trust fund. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this day in sports history, Paul Esther. Uh, only got one, and of course it is 2001. Barry Bonds of the Giants hit his 73rd home run of the season to set the new major league record. All right. Remember when I loved uh, Khalil Tate at Arizona? He rushed for 327 yards on this day. Uh, he had five touchdowns. So the quarterback rushed for 327, five touchdowns, went over Colorado. Uh, oh, do you know what happened on this day? Holy, I'm shocked. I left it off. Why? Oh, because I always go with it. 1984, Walter Payton oh, passes Jim Brown on the NFL's all-time rush. I was in the uh, row eight oh, in the end zone. Oh, Little Polly Pabst. Oh, 
Oh, with my dad. Oh, oh, no, he was very dead at the time. Oh, your dad was yes, dead at the time? thanks for bringing that up. Oh. Why are he'd you been, doing that? He'd been dead for three years. Thanks for that. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. More for him than me. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. If he was there, though, he would have enjoyed uh, it. My dad was not alive to see Walter Payton uh, break the record either, just letting you know. Uh, Todd, what'd you learn today? Russell Wilson probably should avoid saying, let's ride, even in a somber voice at the postgame presser after a horrific loss. Let's ride. Okay, you got Satan. that one more in. Yeah, <laughs> sticking with the let's ride. Let's oh, ride. Oh, Win or I, loss, doesn't all, matter. Let's all ride. All weekend long, I'm going to be sending Todd. Let's ride. Good grief. Marvin. You're cultured now. I am because I yeah I went to a three star Michelin restaurant. Yes, Paul. I relearned that my dad wasn't with me when Walter Payton broke the rushing record. That's awesome. where you remembered. Yeah. <laughs> M Drive supplements for driven guys supporting healthy testosterone. The drive to get things done. Try M Drive for five dollars. Text Dan to fifty five thousand. Feel good. Accomplish more. Text Dan to fifty five thousand. Message and data rates may apply. Have a great weekend. A lot of fun this week. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll talk to you on Monday for the gang. I'm Dan Patrick. One more item as we close out this show. It's M-Drive, and somehow I did the entire week, this entire day, and I've still got all this energy. That's because M-Drive helps me out every single morning. Getting things done, the energy, you have less and less as you get older. I probably have more. M-Drive, testosterone support for driven guys, packed with clinically tested ingredients, supporting healthy T-levels. If I would get pulled over by the police when I go home today, they'd probably say, um, have you been using M-Drive? Why? You got so much energy. Yeah? You want to test me? Come out. All right, I'll take a test. Yep, you're testing positive for M-Drive. Testosterone support for driven guys. You can find M-Drive products in Walgreens and Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Try M-Drive for only $5. A two-week trial. Get started. Text Dan to 55,000. Claim your exclusive offer. Don't waste another day, you wasteoid. Text Dan to 55,000. Get your first order of M-Drive for just $5. Message and data rates may apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.